What's up everyone? It's Brittany and welcome to One Hot Mess. So today we're going to be talking about what to do when you feel emotionally broken. So you may feel emotionally broken because recent events have turned your world upside down, tested you, or harmed you in ways you couldn't imagine. You have experienced suffering, pain, or trauma. You've been confronted by problems that have overwhelmed you and felt crushing. But what does it mean to be emotionally broken? While these two words describe a state of mind, they don't accurately convey the problem you're experiencing. And maybe you're wondering, well, why does that matter? Well, because you don't need to stay emotionally broken. You can heal so you aren't drowning emotionally or feeling numb. But to address that problem, you will need to better understand what is actually going on with you. And hopefully by the time you finish this episode, you'll have a better understanding of your mental and emotional state And you will have some tools to begin the healing process. Feeling emotionally damaged or broken is often a result of trauma. And trauma is defined by the American Psychological Association as any disturbing experience that results in significant fear, helplessness, dissociation, confusion, or other disruptive feelings intense enough to have a long-lasting negative effect on a person's attitudes, behavior, and other aspects of functioning. Okay, so let's consider some examples of what being emotionally damaged or broken might mean. There is infidelity trauma. You meet a wonderful person and you find yourself falling in love. And you trust and adore them with every fiber of your being. And you would never do anything to harm them. And you think they would never do anything to harm you. But a couple of years pass. And by the time, not by the time, I'm sorry. (laughs) A couple years pass by and they start acting strange. And they're spending more time at work. Their cell phone has now got a passcode on it when it never did before. And they're growing distant. Then one day you pick up their phone when a message flashes on the lock screen, I love you, babe. And your world comes tumbling down. So your trust is shattered. You feel like your world is falling apart. You feel hurt, angry, and numb. This surge of emotions threatens to overwhelm you and smother you. Infidelity trauma is real. And it causes people to close themselves off from trusting people and relationships. And you may find it difficult to allow yourself to be vulnerable from the pain of your partner's actions. On the other hand, it may be that you don't feel anything as a result of the depression. Many people who experience infidelity in their relationship feel emotionally broken. The breach of trust harms them 
in a way that sticks with them for a very long time, if not for the rest of their life. And once you experience that kind of breach of trust, it doesn't go back to how it was before. It's like dropping a mirror. You can't glue it back together. You can glue it back together, but it will never be the same as it was before. Okay, then we have depression. And depression is an all-too-common experience that can make you feel as though you are emotionally broken. The name is quite literal. Depression depresses your ability to feel your full spectrum of emotions. It may make the world seem muted, gray, and just bland. And severe depression can smother your emotions to the point of feeling nothing but emptiness, like a black hole that consumes all light that touches it. You can easily think of yourself as emotionally broken when you're living with depression because it's just such an atypical experience. Human beings aren't wired to not feel emotions. Emotions drive many of our actions, fuel motivations, and cause us to want to do things. But what if you can't feel those emotions? Well, then things start falling by the wayside. So why does any of it matter when you feel like a shell of a person? Just because you have been emotionally harmed by your experiences in life doesn't mean you have to stay in that space. Instead, you can nurture yourself, heal, and grow. Granted, it's not easy. There are some pains and traumas that are difficult to move past. In some cases, you will never be able to return to the person you were before. Some things leave such a deep wound that they can't heal completely. And the same thing is true for physical wounds. For example, after your broken finger heals, you may find that it occasionally aches when the weather changes. Emotional harm is no different. Even when you heal, sometimes you will ache. The difference is that healing means you won't be as devastated by it the next time it rolls through. So, what can you do if you feel emotionally broken? First of all, you can allow yourself to feel your emotions. Emotional avoidance is a problem for many on the path of emotional healing. Many people don't want to feel their negative feelings, so they just try to avoid them. They may bury themselves in their work, exercise, hobbies, relationships, or anything else that distracts them from their negative feelings. Unfortunately, that kind of behavior causes serious harm. You can get so good at shutting out your emotions that you can effectively wall them up where they fester quietly and affect you in negative subconscious ways. You cannot run from negative emotions by avoiding them. They stay and will be waiting to surge forward again later on. So the best thing to do is to allow yourself to feel your feelings when they come. And of course, 
that isn't always possible. For example, having an emotional breakdown at work is not a great idea. But it may help to set aside time to think about the circumstances and negative emotions. Then allow yourself to feel them. Feel it. Just feel for a bit. And then afterward, dry your eyes and get back to what you need to do. Also, you can dedicate time to self-care because self-care is an often neglected component of mental and emotional health. To engage in self-care is to put yourself first for a while so you can recharge your batteries, relax, and just do something you enjoy for yourself. That can be anything from a hobby to reading a book, a bubble bath, camping, or anything else that helps you feel more like yourself. There is no wrong way to do self-care. The important thing is that it gives you a break from the many responsibilities trying to drag you in different directions. That helps create space for you to feel your emotions so that you can reignite some passion. And always try to treat yourself with kindness because we are often our own worst critics and many of us have to learn how to treat ourselves with kindness when dealing with different situations. Consider your internal dialogue with yourself. Is it kind? Do you speak positively to yourself or is it a stream of negative thoughts? Do you call yourself stupid, worthless, or just messed up names like that? If so, guess what? That needs to change right now. I mean, you're allowed to be human. You're allowed to have negative feelings. You're allowed to have fears, anxieties, and concerns. These things are all part of the human experience. And if you talk to yourself this way because someone in your life has made you feel inferior, then it's worthwhile to consider the source. After all, kind people don't tear others down or purposely target another's self-worth. So why allow the words of an unkind person to inform your opinion about yourself? You deserve kindness. Everyone does, especially from yourself. And nurture your physical needs because all too often... We let our physical needs slide. Maybe we don't eat well, get enough sleep, or exercise regularly. Yet, these physical needs are extremely important for our mental and emotional health. Sleep is the primary time that your body and your brain replenish important mood balancing and emotional regulation hormones that it will use during the day. Exercise primes our body to produce many hormones that assist with health. It helps to improve your endurance and cardiovascular system, and it tunes the machine that is your body. Nutrition is the fuel that keeps it all going. So if you don't have the right gas in your tank, you'll lack energy and emotional resilience. Being exhausted and hungry For the right food is a good way to wear down your emotional resilience. So do not neglect your physical needs and your health. Get adequate sleep. Try to eat nutritious food and exercise as much as you can. 
Avoid alcohol, drugs, and unhealthy coping skills. Okay, so unhealthy coping skills, they can do far more harm than good. Alcohol, drugs, and other unhealthy coping skills teach your brain to deal with difficult emotions in an unhealthy way. For example, suppose you turn to alcohol whenever you feel depressed or empty. In that case, your brain is going to come to associate drinking with that feeling. It can link the two, so you will feel the need to drink to cope. Alcohol, drugs, and unhealthy coping skills only smother the problem for a while. They may make you feel something, but those feelings are superficial and unhealthy. They will not help you grow, heal, or recover from your emotional damage. In fact, they only add another issue to those you are trying to avoid. And if you are able to overcome your emotional damage, you will then have to deal with alcoholism or some other unhealthy habits and the impact it's had on your life. Or maybe you need to talk to someone that can help. Just talk to someone. You have heard this message many times over, but unfortunately, it's a saying that does not accurately convey the message it's trying to send. Yes, it's important to talk to someone, but that message should actually be talk to someone who can help. It's all good to reach out to your loved ones, friends, or support network when you need emotional support, but these people are not therapists, and it's very unlikely that they will be able to help you address the trauma, develop better habits, and nurture your emotions back to life in a healthy way. It's just far too complicated of a problem, and people tend to boil it down to Three-word platitudes. It would be like saying, oh, you have heart disease? Go talk to your dad about it. That will help. Can dad offer emotional support and love in that situation? Sure. Can dad help you address your heart disease? Probably not. But for some reason, people don't believe that Psychological issues are as serious as other medical concerns. The truth is that feeling emotionally broken, numb, or damaged is likely the result of something bigger than self-help and self-care. It could be trauma, PTSD, mental illness, or any other number of things that have harmed you in a way that you need to heal from. And for that you will likely need to seek professional help to get this problem under control, heal your wounds, and feel the emotions you should be able to feel. All right. That's it, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. And thank you so, so much for listening. I really appreciate it as usual. Please hit that follow button. I will talk to you guys later. Have a beautiful day, guys.